Guten Tag. Welcome to Snap Tackle Pod, the uh, I don't know, third week of the playoffs edition here. We're in different kind of rounds for Kansas and Missouri, and depending on the classes and all that stuff. But we are here, and it's usually an exciting, exciting round of games each and every year here in Kansas City. I'm back from Germany uh, from covering the Chiefs in their big uh, big game. So I'm a little jet lag, so we're going to rely on Deion Clisilla preps KC quite a bit uh, this, uh, this week because – I watched one game, and I watched the end of another game, and I, of course, caught all the scores and everything, but you have, obviously, a better feel from being here in the States and covering it on uh, on Friday on uh, KSHP and uh, and Preps KC as well. Plus, it was 3.30 in the morning, Dion, when Mill Valley got done with Spring Hill. 3.30. Yeah. Um, good win for them. Uh, Spring Hill was a little shorthanded. They didn't have Colt McKenna, yep. uh, so they were kind of going in <laughs> as an underdog to begin with, and then they had that happen to them. But uh, overall – um, an interesting week on the Kansas side. I mean, uh, there were some games that uh, I think people would look back and go. Well, get into that other game I watched was the end of the DeSoto uh, Topeka Seaman game, and that was an unexpected result. Of course, they've had uh, a big injury as well. DeSoto lost their quarterback, so they're on to the, uh, they moved a kid over to play quarterback. And yeah, big uh, big upset for uh, Topeka. So two Topeka teams coming over to look to be giant killers this week in five A. Yeah, and Seaman really, you know, I, I Seaman played Washington a few weeks back. And you looked at them in the, in the, the highlights that I saw. I'm talking with uh, Toriano, who covered that game. They uh, they were big and they were physical and they could run the ball. And it's one of those things that, like you know, they know they were they look like they could play, you know, with with some of the KCK teams. But that just shows right there they hung 31 on Desoto. Desoto's defense was what kind of gave it out in that game. They scored 28 yeah. points. Uh, but I think Seaman was able to impose their will. And so yeah. it's going to be interesting this, this week because they're going to go – it's going to be strength on strength again uh, when they play Mill Valley. Um, but, no, a good win by Seaman. Uh, Highland Park got over – or Highland Park got beat by Shawnee Heights. Uh, yeah. And Shawnee Heights is a good team, um, playing very well. Uh, they You know, it'll be interesting to see what they do with Blue Valley Southwest in those two 5A games. But the, the big one to me is, you know, besides DeSoto losing, is Lewisburg losing to Basel Linwood. Um, yeah, talking about that, I mean, that was an undefeated Lewisburg team that looked like they were the toast of the public schools in 4A, at least on the uh, on the eastern side. And Baser Linwood probably played a tougher schedule. I don't know. It depends on, you know, a little bit. Yeah. The frontier and how you're comparing it. Uh, they weren't phased at all. And they they uh, they, they beat them. Uh, they're playing their best football right now. Uh, that's the, the easiest way to say they start out 0-2 and, and um, you know, now they're 7-3. and So. Really playing great. Um, they only lost to DeSoto a few weeks back at the end of the regular season as their only loss since the first couple weeks of the season. And they got that win. And, and of course, Aquinas, you know, it basically pitches almost a shutout uh, against Bishop Miege. And, um, yeah, finish your thought on the Baser game. I want to get into this uh, this Miege-Aquinas game uh, in a second here. I, I think Baser I think Baser is a dangerous team right now. Um, offensively, the quarterback uh, is playing great. Um, so they're they're a t- they're a tough team. Um, and like I said, defensively they held Lewisburg just twenty points and they got a two point conversion stop there at the end uh, to to seal it. So uh, they've got Aquinas, not Miege. Um, I think everybody figured. Yeah, I, I had uh, Lewisburg and Miege in this game. So yes, of course, it's be <laughs> and, uh, and Aquinas. How is that possible? There's only one offensive score that entire game. Well, no, the, the, no, Aquinas only had one offensive score, but they had they had a block field goal scoop and score. Okay. Uh, to go up fourteen nothing, they were up fourteen nothing most of the game. I mean, they scored late, but uh, defensively, they just they just held on to that game. And it makes you wonder if if St. James 
revealed something uh, on a way to stop that offense of, of Miege the week before. Maybe just, I mean, and then the, Aquinas' the, defense played great. Maybe, right? You got eight, eight or nine games of tape on you. Yeah. And, it, and in this case, they played each other before. So it's the you know two teams I don't think people thought would be there are going to play each other uh, for a chance to go to the semis. Uh, and on the other side, it's Tonganoxie and Ashton. So, you know, yeah. one of those two teams is going to be in the semis. So do I do I think that Baser is going to knock off Aquinas? I don't know. But if I'd have told you beginning of the season that there'd be no private school in the semis of 4A on this side, you know, would would you be shocked? Probably. Yeah, I'd be shocked. <laughs> it can be. I would have thought it was going to even come down to two private schools in the semis, right? Mm-hmm. How it had in the last, what, uh, at least it did last year, uh, maybe a couple, last couple of years. Yeah, th- uh, yeah, last th- three years, though, because it was St. Yeah. James and, and uh, Miege and Tissier yeah. before that. Yeah. Um, all right, so yeah, let's uh, knock out Kansas here in uh, in 6A. And you've got uh, an EKL v. Uh, St. Louis uh, – EKL v. Sunflower <laughs> matchup on uh, – sorry, I'm looking at your uh, – these. Uh, I'm looking ahead of the uh, – the brackets on the Missouri side. Yeah. Uh, but an EKLV uh, Sunflower matchup uh, in both games. Yeah. You know, Blue Valley Northwest played great last week, got a good win uh, over early South and they get Gardner now. Uh, and so that's really going to be a great game. Gardner's just taking care of their business. And then Blue Valley is the one uh, I watched that game. Um, it's not the most compelling football. Well, they're both defensive teams are playing good football going in. It looks like in the, the Tigers had the better defense over. Like yes. That. Yes. They play great. They shut them out. Um, like I said, it wasn't the one of the most exciting football to watch. It was three to nothing at halftime. It was the uh, opposite of the early like the South Blue and Northwest. Yes, game. yes, where nobody, games. which nobody punted, which nobody punted in that game. So, uh, no, uh, Blue Valley and is playing great defense right now. They're going to be going against the Lake North team that uh, took out uh, Blue Valley West 35-14. Uh, looked really impressive doing it. Uh, they're they're balanced. They're throwing the ball, run the ball, doing a little bit of both, and uh, that's going to be a great matchup. And, and Blue Valley is playing their best football at the right time. Um, what were the bigger, uh, bigger upsets in, uh, on the Missouri side in your mind last week? Well, I think really in three, um, in class three, Oak Grove losing to California at home. Oak Grove yeah. have been playing great. Um, they get beat, uh, really, you know, Raytown South lost to Carthage, uh, Harrisonville lost to Carl Junction. Um, so those are some teams that were playing at home. So you're, you know, technically playing a higher seed, but I think that says a lot about that league that both those teams are in Carl Junction and mm-hmm. Carthage. It also has Web City and Republicans, teams like that. So, you know, those, you know, Raytown South had a great regular season uh, and it comes up short. Uh, you know, Belton loses to Web City. They gave up a lot of points to them. That's no shock there. Uh, Harrisonville, I thought, was in pretty good shape. Carl Junction was a two-win team coming in, but they didn't get out of that one. So those are kind of the the bigger biggest stunners. Everything else was pretty much to form. You've got all the games you thought you'd have at this point. Um, you know, you, you've got your Carney Smithville. Um, Pleasant Hill took care of Warrensburg pretty easily. Uh, I think that was a, a get-back game since they'd lost two earlier in the season. They weren't going to let that happen again. But everything else was pretty much pretty much chalk at that point. Yeah. It's funny, in Missouri Class 6, I mean, just there's like just only a sliver of Kansas City left. I don't know. I mean, I know it's maybe it's not always that way, but maybe with just the different realignment this year and the, the number of teams that are different, that there's just there's just two teams left, and there's like three rounds left to go after this. Oh, week. no, there's five, six teams left. Yeah, Liberty, five, Liberty. Five? Oh, in class five, yeah, just class in two. Five. I thought you were saying yeah. class six. Yeah, no, that's the way it works. Yeah, class. There's only two districts. Uh, yeah, that's weird. And, and, and how they and, and then, then you know, Raytown well, South was in there, and Raytown South lost to Carthage, and so you just have uh, and two teams that are, are good, but one only one's going to be able to go go on because it's uh, Carney playing Pike County. Oh, that's four. Uh, you're talking Sorry, about uh, Pike uh, County, Pike County, Grand Valley. Grand Valley. Um, 
Yeah. So no, that being said, those are the two two best teams. I think you throw Fort Osage in there as well in, in class five this year. You know, you think about it, uh San Joe Central Oak Park were normally in that class five mix and they got moved up. So that's kind of yeah. where where the power went uh in class five. But Grand Valley's really good. Platte County is, is is young but good. Um, so you know, one of those teams has got a good shot to go on. The winner of that will probably play Web City. Uh-huh. Um, I'm assuming Web City will take care of Carthage, but uh, you know, and they'll go on the unless it's unless it's Platte County. If Platte County wins, they'll stay home, but Grain Valley will go yeah. on the road. And we all know how tough it is to to win at Web City. But I, I think it's you know, those are I knew the Grain Valley would be there. The, their path to the, the district title game was was pretty well set against teams they'd already beaten. Uh, they handled their business last week against uh, Christmas again. Uh, so no, but Platte County took care of Fort Osage, did a really good job and, uh, they're there. And I, you know, I, they, they expect to be in district finals. That's kind of what the ex- expectation is in that program, right. but that's a young team coming in. So, you know, you didn't know what, what was going to be, um, this time of year, but uh, hats off to them. Yeah, so, uh, a handful of, uh, rematches this week. Let's just break it down. Let's still start in, uh, in, uh, class six in Missouri. You had the, it was, was, was the Liberty, uh, Blue Springs pod, right? Both Liberties yeah. beat the Blue Springs teams, uh, rather handily. Uh, well, Blue Springs was up 21 nothing. I had people texting me Blue, asking if Blue that Springs was up 21 nothing on Liberty yes. North. Yes. 71 to 31 game. Yes. They got outscored 71 oh. to 10 the rest of the way. I mean, it was like <laughs> close to the end of the first that. quarter. They're up 21, nothing. Uh, so, and I chalked that up to one blue Springs playing better. Uh, and two, they're 16, 17 and 18 year old kids. And no matter what you tell them, sometimes they come out and go, Oh, I, we can just walk up and beat these guys. No, you got to step on the field. There was uh, no, I, I had two people text me and say, is that score right now? That's a fair thing. Because we had one score reporter this year who consistently put his score in opposite. Uh, so if his team <laughs> was like winning, me, well, like on a Royals game for our uh, lower third scores at, uh, at night during highlights, for some reason I always switch the scores around. So the yeah. Royals have a much better record um, <laughs> than the, the first time I put the scores in. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, there's sometimes you need to check. And uh, so I texted the person at Blue Springs and I say, I'm just double checking to make sure that's correct. And he's like, Yes, it is. And I'm like, you do understand that uh, there might be some questions about that. And I think they had a pick six to start. Um, got a couple defensive stops, hit some big plays. So, I mean, it, it was 21 nothing quick. And that's what yeah. I mean. It was like some big plays that happened quick. And then and then Liberty North kind of got it together. And like I said, outscored them 71 to 10 down the stretch. And then uh, Liberty took care of Blue Spring South. It was a, it was back and forth, but they kind of kept it at a, at a one score game. Yeah, it was one game. Much, much uh, bigger gap than it was a couple weeks ago. Yes. Uh, it was like I think that they got a two score lead, and then Blue Springs would South would you know score, make it a one score, and try and get a defensive stop, and uh, but they ended up forty two twenty eight Liberty in that one. But Liberty's you know Liberty's got two losses, Liberty North and uh, Lee Summit North. So you know it's uh, they're they've got some solid or Lee Summit West. That's Lee Summit West being week one, so mm-hmm. it's a pretty solid team. I, I expect Liberty North to get that done uh, this week, um, but no, that's uh, that's definitely. Definitely a good game, and I think uh, if you're Liberty, you would hope that uh, they had, you know, handled their business quite nicely the week before. Maybe you can catch them sleep, sleepwalking through the first yeah. quarter or so, like uh, Blue Springs did, and uh, and and I doubt that will be the case this time around. I get the Liberties playing uh, in a rematch game. You have the Parks playing in uh, Park Hill. Maybe a, a little bit of a surprise uh, getting this far. Uh, they're taking on Oak Park. I think you're starting to see three th- games. Uh, yes, it is. That's one of my big three games. I think you're starting to see out of Park Hill when you play that schedule that they they play in all class six teams. 
it makes you a little little more battle tested come down the stretch. We'll see what happens with Oak Park. I think Oak Park's playing great. Um, they 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 were down twenty one ten to Staley last week. Had to rally to win twenty eight twenty one. So I wouldn't do that against Park Hill this week. I would come out and and get things going. But uh, no, I, I I think Park Hill's dangerous. And Oak Park's got to be ready to play. But I I, I think Park Hill will win that. Uh, and then probably play Liberty North, but uh, that's a good district final matchup. And uh, then Rockhurst and Lee Summit North. Uh, this has got to be a big game, right? Yes, it's a big game. When I sent out, I sent out the assignments. I didn't. I forgot to put that game on there because I'd already mm-hmm. told the person who was going to cover it that they were covering it. And so I got two texts last night going, "Are we not covering the Lee Summit North Rockhurst game?" And I'm like, "Oh no, Ryan's covered it." And I said, then I I joked with another person. I said, "We should just treat it like the Chiefs treated." Uh, or the star treats the chiefs game and you know, all of us just go and find everybody it. goes, everybody <laughs> goes and find, you know, one little sliver story. Somebody will have to find the Taylor Swift story and, and write about that and, you know, go from there. But no, it's a, uh, I think those two teams are playing really well. Um, Rockers has played as well as anybody uh, over the last month and a half. I that was that one of the more impressive wins last week. I thought they came out physically and, just, and dominated that game. Uh, yeah. I, I, I joked with Willie Horn. Did you want, Greg Oder, three weeks in time to get ready for it. He's like, we had two weeks. And I'm like, well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's, you know, like said, both, both good teams. Both good, and, and hats off to Lee Summit West. What a great season they had. Um, you know, it doesn't it doesn't sound good, but, uh, you know, they'll look back and say, hey, we got things going in the right direction. Those seniors should be really proud of what right. they did uh, with that team because that's a really senior-led team and um, good group of kids. Uh, and I know that the coaches have to really like them. And like, hats off to that coaching staff from going from three wins to, to seven. Yeah. And a reminder, this is basically the sweet 16 in the yes. Missouri playoffs. They're going into December this year, going a week back, start a week early, uh, earlier than Kansas. They go a week later. They're just kind of booking the booking into Kansas team seasons. Um, all right. Class five, there's 16 teams left. Only two from the Kansas City metro area. It's, it's Grain Valley and Platte County. And you would think two teams that you kind of expected to be here. Well, I, I know if you're Platte County, you, you got to figure out a way to keep Ty Williams under 300 because he got 300 last time he played. Did he do it again? Uh, he had he had 18 carries for 100. He's, he's, he's won 89 yards. Money award after him at this point. Um, so he's over 2,000 now. Uh, he is at, uh, I think 32 total touchdowns. So yeah, he's uh 28 uh, rushing touchdowns, 2,076 yards. And, and in, this and, in and 10 well, games. Well, if you're talking Simone. This is a, and it's all about the team, right? Grand Valley will tell you that. But if you're talking Simone, this is a big game for yeah. him to where, like, that's going to be, that'll be the uh, the the slight against it. If they lose this game, oh, they don't even make it to the, the final eight of, uh, of Missouri Class 5, uh, where if you win and you go a couple rounds uh, uh, further, you all of a sudden have a guy putting up historic numbers on a team that's really, really good going yeah. a long way. I did not know this. He's the 23rd. 2000 yard rusher in the history of the state of Missouri. That's I it. Assumed, I, I assumed that would, there would be more. I would have guessed there was one every year. Uh, I'm just like, I'm like you. I, I would have guessed there would have been like one, roughly one every year. In I'm all remember, Yep. And I'm trying wow. to remember the last time, but the, that being said, I'm trying to. schools that give the ball to the same kid 40 times a game. I know, but it's, you know, think back to the, the Reynolds kid, not, not Nate, the one that's there now, they got like 1600 yards this year, but the Reynolds kid at Harrisonville. I don't think he ever had 2,000. Yeah. Um, Julian Ross, maybe. It was the last time anybody had 2,000. Staley. Staley, when he won the Simone. Uh, the wow. kid uh, that was at Penny. His name is escaping me. 
he had 2,000. Max Mickey had, I think he had close to 3,000. Yeah. Um, he set the, he set the state record for a while. Um, but it, you know, that's just in, in the, in the 10 years that we've been doing preps KC, that's only like four. Yeah. So I think you think it's more than it is, but it's especially in the last 10, 15 years with teams throwing the ball as much as they did. Yeah. Um, you know, so it, it happens less and less these days, but yeah, I would have thought it would be way more than 23. So oh, yeah, it's uh, hey, down, down in class four, this, uh, this matchup is blowing uh, like 2005 Mick Schaefer's mind. I'm going like this. It's Pleasant Hill and Jeff City. Uh, how are those teams in the same class? That seems like class three and class six to me. But now, no, here they are meeting class four. Well, Jeff City opened the new high school a few years ago. Yeah. Um, and so it. Capital City is a class five school. The The growth in the part of Jeff City where they left where Jeff City High School is, is not there. All the growth I, is Capital yeah. City, uh, Jefferson City, Helias. Is a growing school. They're up in class five. Uh, part of that's multiplier, but part of that's just growth. And Blair Oaks, which is suburbish of Jeff mm-hmm. City, is a lot of people who are living out there. So the heart of Jeff City, where that where that high school is, is I don't want to say the dying part of, of that city, but it's not the growth part. So yeah. you find Jeff City High School in class four, and I don't know if they're coming out of that. No, I don't know anytime mean, soon they're going to be bigger. Not. Than that. I mean, that's that's. I mean, that's Jeff City. I mean, they they still have all those. And I know you don't go on a Jeff City rant, uh, but they still have all those you know, the big class state championship records, yeah. don't they? Yeah, yeah they do. Um, uh, but they're down in they're down in class four, and uh, I I don't know if they played the schedule that Pleasant Hill has. Yeah, uh, but we'll see. Um, but no, I, it's going to be interesting. Um, you know, if they can come to town and not tear up a locker room or or get a lot of personal fouls, we'll see if they change their it. ways. I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> Uh, also at class four, Smithville and Carney. Uh, this is a rematch of early season game, right? Smithville won. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think everybody kind of knew this was coming when you saw these two teams in yeah, the district. Yeah. I think this is and I I don't know. I don't I don't know which one I'd say is playing better because neither one of them has been touched for a month or so. Yeah. I, I feel like maybe that Carney's playing better, uh, but that's might be by a lean. Um, you know, last year. Carney won the regular season. Smithville won the postseason this year. Smithville won the regular season. We'll see who wins the the postseason, but I, I it's a toss up. I can't. I mean, it's gonna be it's gonna be who doesn't commit the most mistakes. I think is gonna win that game pretty easily. Yeah. Um, it, basically, it, unless they're playing each other, nobody gets like more than like fourteen points against either. No, season. they don't. And they're and they're and they're. I think they're both relatively healthy at this yeah. point. So you're gonna get the best out of both teams. Absolutely. Um, all right, we're doing uh, Missouri Classic. We always got to go deeper in Missouri, a lot more smaller schools in kind of the coverage area here for both Preps KC and uh, KSHB 41 than there are on the uh, Kansas side. So we got to take a look at, man, uh, I'm sure there's tears in Odessa that they're not uh, <laughs> playing Oak Grove. I'm sure they're really upset to see that California upset last week. Yeah, I, I, I was I was upset. I wanted to see that. Uh, I, I always want to see it too. I, but, there was uh, a time. There I know a, that rivalry. I'm sure they're they're just fine with that. I, there was a stretch early in that early in the night where Moonville was up on two touchdowns on Odessa. Yeah. Yep. And then Odessa just kind of you know they traded scores with them. They got it tied, and then they traded scores, and then they just pulled away in the end. Is this going to be like another shootout? You think? I don't know. I you know California's playing pretty well, uh, but Odessa's shown that they can just score when they need to. Yep. They need to outscore yeah. you. They're going to outscore. Afraid to give up points because they're yeah. not afraid to score. So yeah. So yeah, I mean, I I think Odessa's experience is huge. I mean, this is their I think fifth district championship game in six years. Or yeah, and that's and that's counting 
the one they got coveted out of um, when they were undefeated and probably the favorite to win the state championship. And then last year, they or two years ago, they got beat in the semis by Pleasant Hill. Uh, but other than that, they've been in the the championship game every year since 2018. Yeah. So they, they had this experience of the playing this week and then playing deep. So I think that, you know, that's, that's going to be the huge advantage for them. Uh, then another rematch here. I can't wait for this game because a lot of times we see rematches where it was a blowout, right? In the first, first uh, game, or at least decidedly in favor of one team, this was a shootout uh, St. Pius and Maryville the first time around with like 46, 42 or something like that. Yeah. Maryville, and and uh, an interception right. in the end zone, yeah, interception right. in the end zone on, on fourth down uh, sealed it for Maryville. And, uh, so no, it's uh, that's that should be a great one, um, no doubt uh, about how that one should go. Now, of course, somebody could make a bunch of mistakes and it could be a blowout, but uh, both those teams were pretty evenly matched. Uh, they're they're both playing pretty well uh, at this point. So that's I think much like Smithville and Carney, I think that's one we all pretty much figured was going to be here in this week. Mm -hmm. And then um, in class two, your customary uh, mid buck, east buck, yes, in the playoffs. This has been the last few years, I think, a quarterfinal game because they've been in di different districts. Uh, but I think this will be the third straight year they played in the playoffs. Uh, and so second time they played East, this year. East won all of them, is that right? East won the last last two, yeah. Like the last two, two years yeah. they won the playoffs as they went on to win state championships. Yeah. Uh, but in the two years ago, Midbuck beat them in the regular season, the East Buck beat them in the in the in the postseason. But then last year, I think this would be four in a row or five. Yeah, they, he's looking to sweep again. They won. Yeah, they're looking to sweep again, which would make a five in a row if they, if they did that over, over uh mid buck, but no, it's a, uh, it's definitely a game that if you're East buck, you, you're, you're the favorite, you're, you're probably the better football team, but you can't, you know, it's a rivalry game and you got to, you know, keep focused yeah. on what you're doing. Yeah. Um, if, if my math is right, I've got like 15 area teams still alive in Missouri. Does that sound right to you? Uh, let's see here. I can do a quick count. One, like two, that. Uh, we can't, we cover, we cover crushes. So one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22. 22. Yeah. Nailed it. With, um, <laughs> well, well, you got it. You got Penny. Uh, if you, I'm not counting. Yeah. We're not counting. Penny. Well, I mean, well, I it's, you got St. Michael Lafayette County in the class uh, two uh, also. Yeah. I might not have, I might've glossed over that game. Uh, well, you got Adrian, you got, you got, yeah, you got, uh, if you're not going to count Penny, you're probably not counting Crestridge, which is Centerview, yeah. which is on the way to Warrensburg. Yeah. Uh, if you count Warrensburg, you got to count Centerview, you can drive, you drive through. I didn't count Warrensburg either. Okay. I mean, very, very They're tight. done. Uh, okay. So, uh, you got Crestridge who's playing North Platte in class one. And then Adrian, uh, is playing Lamar, uh, which, you know, as Cole said that they were on the line of being class one and winning state championship possibly, or, being class two and getting crushed by Lamar in the district final. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So no, Adrian's a good team. They, they they played a good season, but Lamar is Lamar. I mean, Lamar's one of the bigger class two teams and they're juggernaut and they've, you know, got seven, eight state championships in the last 12 years. So uh, it's going to be a tough one for Adrian. If they Who's going to win that Lafayette County St. Michael game? I don't know. That's an interesting game. I, I think this is easily the toughest team that Lafayette County's played all year. Um, and St. Michael does things differently than a lot of the teams they play. They want to spread you out. They've got a great quarterback in cams on and, good receiver in Henry Miller and uh, they're, they're playing really well. Um, but, you know, Lafayette County trucks people and, mm -hmm. you know, they, they play the wing tee and I don't know how much of that St. Michael's seen on defense. So uh, I think it's a great game for both those teams and, and hats off to Andrew Pitts. He's the chief's coach of the week uh, this yeah. week. And uh, along with Rod Stallbomber on the Kansas side, uh, but no good matchup for both schools. And, and uh, like I said, the Lafayette County, another undefeated regular season, um, you know, they're looking to do some damage and go on, but they got to get through St. Michael first. 
I can't six a here. We have uh, four teams alive. The two games on the east side of the bracket. You have Gardner Edgerton and Blue Valley Northwest. It's kind of the Gardner, the new kind of class of uh, of Kansas six a on this uh, side. At least they played that way this year. And then uh, Blue Valley Northwest, who's still just two years removed from a title. Yeah, I don't count on Clint Ryder and that team. And you know they were young in some spots, and they're playing better, and they're healthy. They had a little mid-season Tom Howard there, too, man. Yeah. They, got, they got two they got D1 offensive linemen, a D1 uh, D-back, a D1 uh, receiver tight end. Yeah, all over the place. They, uh, you know, mid-season when they kind of had some struggles, they were hurt. They were banged up. They yeah. never quarterback. We're missing, you know, several offensive linemen. Uh, they're healthy right now playing good football. I think Gardner's probably still more – a little more physical um, than than what Northwest is, but Northwest has got a good pedigree. And like you said, they, they played deep in the playoffs – last you know three four years so they've got that going for them too yeah i've seen a lot of garden a lot of like the north i think they're very similar they both that they have they have athletes in the backfields kind of all over the place mm-hmm. so rather not, not a lot of teams have one or two right in the you know running back receiver um both those teams have athletes all over the defensive backfield guys that can throw two run two i think very similar team and lake the north they take on blue valley and what a what a Back half of the season, uh, Blue Valley's had here, just turning things around. Yeah, and they got healthy too, and uh, their defense is locked in, and uh, they're running the ball with John Price, and he was pretty impressive last week in his two touchdowns that he scored. Yeah, Merritt, the uh, Dave Merritt's son, uh, you know, on defense, who just yeah. kind of does everything. Yeah, so no, they're, they're playing well, but Olathe North has only got the one loss to Gardner. So I think we're probably going to get that Olathe North Gardner rematch, but I'm not going to be stunned if either one of those Blue Valley teams get away. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised you have two close games there. Um, absolutely. Um, I right, class uh, 5A in uh, Kansas. You have, uh, I mean, it feels like Mill Valley, especially with that DeSoto upset last week. Mill Valley and uh, Blue, Blue Valley Southwest are on uh, kind of a collision course to meet for a third straight season. I think so. Um, but the, the these two teams can't. Shawnee Heights is playing great, and Seaman quietly has been playing well, and they showed it last week. So Blue Valley Southwest and Mill Valley have got to be prepared. Uh, and not thinking about next week. Uh, sure. They got to be focused on this week uh, because if not, those those teams are both capable of beating. Yep. Shiny Heights uh, coming over to Blue West Southwest and Seaman going to Mill Valley in 4A. We talked about it a little bit, but we'll do so again. Start off first with Ashton, Etchison, Tonganoxie. You like the Chiefstons in this one? I know Etchison has a better record, but Tonganoxie. Yeah, I think so, but Etchison played really well against Eudora last week. Yeah, uh, I was pretty impressed with that win. Um, that is, you know what? That was a good win. I didn't even consider that. that's a great win. Yeah, and, and so sure, I think I mean, Ashton's showing like like we said before, their schedule wasn't necessarily what anybody in the front no, yeah, was, but I they've been hammering people. That. So I think it said it showed right there. So if Ashton, here's the deal: if Ashton's could if they do that to Tonganoxie, and uh, they're yeah. legit against anybody. I mean, it's but not. Dora and Tonganoxie played a close game. Yeah, twenty-one-seven. No, okay, yeah. So no, I, I think that's an interesting one, and then. Baser and Aquinas. I don't. I don't think this is a lock for Aquinas. I think Baser's playing well, and um, we know that Aquinas has struggled offensively. I mean, they only scored one offensive touchdown last week. The defense is really good, so they didn't have to score more than one because the defense scored. Baser met. They met a, a flexbone team a couple weeks ago in yeah. uh, the settle hung tough. Yeah. So they. You know, it's not too long ago that they've they've seen it, so that will help them there. So a lot of a lot of games that there's favorites in, but you don't want to get caught looking ahead because all sure. these teams that are playing there's nobody that'd say oh no there's no way they can win and then nobody left in 3a no three is the area so the ball when the bishop awards went, went teams on the kansas side is that right 12 teams 
Well, Shawnee Heights and Seaman are in my coverage area because you're counting them. Okay, those are the two I didn't. They're in the UKC. They're in the UKC, uh, but they're 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 on a TV market, Dion. Yes, I know, I know the 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 bustling Topeka TV market. Yes, we count Lawrence, which I believe is kind of considered kind of both. There's an overlap. Yeah, I know. If you live in Lawrence, do you get Topeka and Kansas City stations? Well, used to well long time ago you did. So, especially if you have rabbit ears, absolutely. As I say, you pull them out of the air. Yeah, you can get yeah, it just yeah. about anything you want. I mean, it's like, I don't even know. I mean, if you live on the north side of Kansas City, can you get the St. Joe stations out of, I think you can, can't you? Over the, the air. air. Yeah. I would think you could. Yeah. I, haven't pulled, I haven't pulled anything out of the air in 40 years, so I wouldn't know. Yeah. Maybe there's an area like, uh, I don't know, maybe around the Atchison area or a little south, uh, Leavenworth area, where you can get Kansas City, St. Joe, and Topeka stations. You probably it. could. I mean, I would think. I mean, Atchison might be the – because I know at the the St. Joe paper and the St. Joe TV station, like, will cover Atchison. Yeah. And like you, a coffee, you can get St. Joe, Kansas City, and Columbia as well. There's yeah. got to be some, some zones up there. Uh, all right, quick little Simone talk. We'll get out of here. What do you think? Well, Dylan Dunn, Ty Williams, um, those are guys that uh, are, are having good years. Uh, I think the the Lawrence Free State quarterback had a, had a fantastic year. Um, there's a lot of guys out there. Go out to Simone Watch. We've been updating those stats every week. Uh, there's you know some good names on there. And, and, and here in Thanksgiving week, the ballot will be uh, – announced and uh thanks the week of thanksgiving that sunday That's night cool thing i mean you can um i think it's a cool thing um in that like you can still make a case for yourself right that, that yeah, the there's, guy, there's guys right now that you getting, play getting playoff wins big games late and in 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 playoff games can that that can boost you big time the ballot won't be finalized until the saturday before thanksgiving so that's quarterfinals in missouri um semifinals in kansas so the voting will take place, semifinals, Missouri, finals in Kansas. So that will yeah. affect, but, but getting on the ballot, and generally the ballot's 10, and the, the you know, Mick's been a part of this many times. We always say that with the 10, the idea is to have the 10 to make sure you don't miss the one. So sure. generally, I mean, there's people on there that every, everybody has a chance to win. I'm not saying that if you're in, in the 10 that there's, you know, numbers 8, 9, and 10 don't have a chance. Everybody has a chance because it's, it's voting and, and anything can happen. Um, but you know, if you're in the part of the conversation now, or you can make a name for yourself here in the next couple of weeks, I mean, a guy like TJ Porter is interesting because he's missed some games because he missed like two games, but he's yeah. averaging a hundred plus yards a, a game. Right. And he's going to, he may finish this. If they go to the state championship game, he may finish the season with, with 10 13, games with, with, or with 13, 11 games, yeah. with 11 yeah. games and have 13, 14, 1500 yards. Maybe if he goes off and 30 touchdowns in just, yeah. you know, 10 yeah. games play. <laughs> and that's, yeah. that's pretty good. So you know, there's there's different ways to look at it, and you know, some some people's seasons are over, um, so they've kind of put their work in, and some people can make some make some noise, uh, you know, and, and and it's you know, it just depends on how things go down the stretch, and um, mm-hmm. you know, with the voting as late as as we can do it right now, that's that's kind of where we are. So, uh, no, it's going to be a great, you know, with no favorite coming into the season, it's going to be a great next couple of weeks as, as as teams and and players really make a case for themselves and. Um, we've also got the uh, Bell watch up um, and the Fontana watch up and I'm um, going to have the um, Buchanan and, and uh, uh, Taylor up this week. So yeah. love all those guys to kind of, kind of keep an eye out there and it's gotten pretty good response. I'm, I'm, I'm pleased to see yeah. that people are paying attention. So. Yeah. Awesome. All right. That's all I have. That's all Dion has. We'll see you next time. Have fun at all your games this week. If your teams are still playing, check out KSHB. Uh, 41, as well as prepskc.com for all the scores, the highlights, everything else. Yeah, we'll see you. See you.